It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. B67 and AM 1400. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn with you for the next hour. Talking about agricultural production here in the Valley and all across the country. Well, friends, we start off with a look at agricultural co-ops. Investors in co-op businesses, like those in agriculture, may find various ways to create both equity and returns. Rod Bain starts us off this morning. Member investment is an important pillar of the cooperative business model, as seen in many parts of America, especially rural areas. Yet as Phil Kinkle of Oklahoma State University Extension points out, there are many examples of what equity and its returns might look like. In most cooperatives, there is some membership equity. So from order to me become a member, I make some investment and buy a share of stock, and then that gives me both voting rights and the right to get profits. And then there is structures of revolving equity or proportional equity or equity with associated usage rights. So there's really three different categories there. Kankel explains revolving equity and, in turn, how a member may profit from this arrangement. Most cooperatives you're familiar with use the revolving equity. And so at the end of the year, they pay back their profits, and they pay back that in a combination of cash, which is, of course, your immediate benefit, and then equity. So you build your equity. You build your equity by owning the co-op. Proportional equity is best exemplified by agricultural cooperatives, such as those in the dairy and cotton sectors. Those co-ops, they would it's called a base capital system, and you would have a equity requirement based on the amount of business you're doing. Until you get to that, you get less cash patronage, and then once you build up that you've got the required amount, then now you're fully invested and you would get a higher amount of cash. The model used by many value-added cooperatives, one example is within the ethanol industry, is what Kinkle calls proportionate share. So for every bushel of corn I bring to an ethanol co-op, I have to hold one own of stock, one share of stock, and that stock has a usage right. I still get the profits off of that one bushel of corn, but my equity was linked to it. And under that model, that's the only co-op model where the equity does actually buy and trade. And so I can sell my shares and usage right to another farmer if they want to buy that to be able to deliver their corn and get the ethanol profits or also done in other value-added businesses. And some cooperatives issue preferred stocks to both members and non-members. Preferred stock usually pays a stated dividend. And then in co-ops by federal and a lot of times by state laws, we have a limit on dividends of 8%. Some co-ops actually, when we talk about revolving the equity, they actually revolve it into preferred stocks. We're supposed to be giving most of our returns in proportion to use. And so that's why we put that limit on dividends on the equity, on the preferred stock. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Well, friends, coming up, a look at the meat processing industry and a new USDA program to boost small meat processors all across the country. That story ahead on AgLife. This is AgLife on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn here with some farm news this morning, friends. Consumers notice every time they visited their local grocery store, prices for meat, specifically beef, have been increasing over the past couple of years. Where's that money going? Tom Sharp, president of the Oregon Cattlemen's Association, says consumers need to know those extra dollars they're paying are not making it into the pockets of ranchers. Those profits have largely gone solely to the major beef packing companies that dominate box beef uh, production here in the United States. So there's really four multinational companies that produce 83% of the total box beef uh, for retail consumption here in the United States. 
Sharp says that's why so many in the industry support federal or state legislation to increase the numbers of small to medium-sized hacking plants. We're going to be talking about this a little bit later on in Ag Life today. Another key issue facing the cattle industry is the discussion of a return to MCOOL, or Mandatory Country of Origin Labeling, while struck down years ago by the World Trade Organization for being anti-competitive toward Canadian and Mexico products. Sharp says consumers deserve some form of country of origin labeling, so they understand from where their food comes. Sharp added that Secretary Vilsack has expressed his interest in a potential return of MCOOL. And if WTO, you know, laws can be uh, accommodated in a mandatory cool process, our Secretary of Agriculture is, is open-minded to uh, reinstating mandatory cool. Sharp says until the WTO issue can be resolved, the OCA supports a voluntary form of country of origin labeling. Well, friends, the House Agriculture Committee held a hearing on livestock markets this past week. Michael Clements shares the details. Lawmakers on the House Agriculture Committee held another hearing on livestock market issues. Hearing from producers, packers, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, and other lawmakers. Scott Bennett, American Farm Bureau Federation Congressional Relations Director, says the hearing included testimony from Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa. It's the first time in modern history that a sitting senator has come across the Capitol to the House side to testify in front of a committee. Senator Grassley has an effort around mandatory minimum negotiated trade and he pled his case in front of the committee. We also had Secretary Vilsack discuss what USDA is doing in regard to the livestock industry, including the $500 million for small and regional packing capacity expansion. Bennett says the hearing included a discussion on anticipated grain inspection packers and stockyards administration pending rules. There are three anticipated rules from USDA. One will involve undue preference. One will involve competition. And the third that is relatively new will involve the tournament pay system in poultry. Secretary Vilsack and his testimony said we could anticipate those rules by the end of this year. Bennett says Farm Bureau is working on other issues for livestock farmers as well. We have been working on behalf of farmers and ranchers for quite some time regarding the extension and authorization of livestock mandatory reporting. We have also uh, been advocating for the new swine inspection system so that it can operate for pork processors as it has for many years. Michael Clements, Washington. And a look at exports. United Nations Food Systems Summit, offering some takeaways for animal agriculture. Joe Sheely has our story. In this U.S. Meat Export Federation report, Director of Export Services Cheyenne McIndaffer says the United Nations Food Systems Summit raised serious concerns among U.S. ag organizations, but ultimately proved to be a rallying point. The United Nations Food Systems Summit has been an 18-month-plus process, and it's really evolved and ended up being very different than I think a lot of folks in the U.S. ag industry anticipated. A lot of U.S. ag groups started to have some major concerns with some of the initial language because a lot of that verbiage initially had negative connotations and negative focus on animal protein and livestock production. And that's really where we started to see coalitions and groups form in the U.S. to not only tell the entire U.S. ag story, but also to band together and talk about the benefits of animal protein globally. We really saw the protein groups come together and say this isn't just a conversation about red meat. This is an attack on dairy. This is an attack on poultry and eggs. And that really brought us together to not only promote positive animal protein and livestock messaging coming out of the major producers and exporters around the world, like us and Canada, Australia, but also really pushed us to focus on what is the total U.S. ag message. Our focus here is technology, innovation, productivity. We produce so much. And by doing so we use less resources, we use less land, we use less water, and that has huge sustainability benefits. At least for now, McIndaffer views the event as having a positive outcome for U.S. animal agriculture. Are there coalitions that do have some anti-livestock or anti-animal protein language? Yes. But as far as a larger U.N. statement that there's no place for animal protein on the table, that didn't come. So we consider that at least an initial win compared to what we were fearing earlier this year. For more information, please visit usmef.org. For the U.S. Meat Export Federation, I'm Joe Sheely. Some farm news this morning, friends. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Dairy Radio Now with Bill Baker. 
On our Milky Monday, our guest this week, Stonex Dairy Broker Dave Krzyzowski. And here's Lee Milky. Lee? Dave, as we look back on last week, I think two of the main events were the GDT being unchanged, but August U.S. dairy exports remained at record levels. Yeah, well, you've got higher price levels on GDT, generally speaking. Yes, last event was stable, but it's stable at higher price levels, and U.S. exports have been strong. In some cases, not as strong as we expected them to be, but very strong across the board. Shipments to Mexico were up 30% from last year, which is great. I think it's hard to connect the two, GDT price action being stable, and then you look back a couple months, again, this export report we got was from August. It's hard to say, well, if GDT prices are cooling down, why were our August numbers cooling down here in October? Why were our August numbers so strong? I, I don't think they're connected. There's so many different things that go into this, Lee, but I, what I would say is the stability of GDT is not bearish. Okay, we're at higher price levels on GDT. If it wants to pause and and chop around for a couple of weeks, it certainly can do such a thing. And then we'll see. We'll see where the, the where the tides take us into the fourth quarter. The bottom line is if buyers need to get more done, you're going to start to see that GDT price go up. And if not, you'll see it come down a little bit. And and the bottom line is, as we've rolled out of the pandemic, or we're still kind of in it right now, but as we see more and more of the Asian countries coming out of lockdowns and things like that, that, that were more prevalent this year than here in the U.S. We're kind of an anomaly, I think, globally. And as you see them coming back in and, and going back to work, et cetera, et cetera, I think you're going to still see strong demand for dairy through the end of the year. The big question, however, is the port congestion and the lack of help and shipping supplies. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know how that's going to play out. I mean, we all are aware of that happening right now, and it's a, it's a, it's a real problem, and we need to address it. We need to get it changed. I don't know how quickly that will happen. My guess is watch the money. If there's money behind this, you're going to start to see that maybe the, the darkest days on this logistical problems, maybe we're looking at them right now, maybe they're even 30 days behind us, uh, and maybe six months from now we start to see things change quite a bit. So I'm, I'm more optimistic going forward. It's been a real challenge for dairy, for other products as well, for the U.S. and, and globally, but I think we've got brighter days ahead. Stonex Dairy Group broker Dave Krasowski in Chicago. Thank you, Lee. For the past 30 years, Tom Gallagher has worked with dairy farmers serving as the CEO of Dairy Management Incorporated, which manages the National Dairy Checkoff. And now Gallagher has announced that he will wrap up his time with the organization. I'm leaving DMI, but I'm not retiring. I'm, I'm not that kind of guy. This has been a great three decades working with the great dairy farmers. The new CEO will be Barb O'Brien, who currently serves as DMI president and CEO of the Innovation Center for U.S. Dairy. Gallagher says the timing is right for this transition. Very capable. I've worked with her 21 years. She's ready to take over. It'll be seamless. Gallagher's leadership founded the U.S. Dairy Export Council, the Innovation Center for U.S. Dairy, and more. We created the U.S. Dairy Export Council. So we staff it. It has 120 processors, producers, co-ops, one trade policy funded by member dues, the innovation center that has brought the entire industry together on sustainability, you know, any number of other companies that have been created that foster that unity because that's what it takes in this industry to move the ball forward. We have to have a unified group. Even as he moves on to teaching and other opportunities, Gallagher says working with and for dairy farmers will always be the highlight of his career. Well, I think the partnership strategy, as the sales results show, has paid off dividends. So, simple idea. We have, in checkoff, a lot of money by one standard, but very little when you think about worldwide consumption and sales. So we said, look, we have some strengths, we have a few dollars, and we have a lot of knowledge. If we can find partners in pizza, in McDonald's or whoever, that have the same goal as farmers do, which is to increase sales around certain things, and we can put a couple bucks in, or a few million dollars in, and our knowledge, and they can do the heavy lift of production, sales, distribution, and marketing, we can really impact a lot rather than try to do one thing. So one example is we're putting maybe $5 million into a partnership to produce products that consumers want. They're spending $170 million to market those products. Those are comments from Tom Gallagher, the outgoing CEO of Dairy Management Incorporated. Thanks for listening. I'm Bill Baker, Dairy Radio Now. It's another Ag News Update. Could technology help 
in identifying food safety issues. More after this. Forage production has just been revolutionized with Alta Seed's new Empire ADV F8484IG, the world's first herbicide-tolerant non-GMO forage sorghum, and a member of the Empire Premier Forages line of top-performing hybrids. It contains the high-yielding genetics of Empire, along with iGrowth technology that allows you to apply Emiflex, the companion herbicide from UPL, pre- or post-emergence for the best return on your crop input investment. Reach out to an Empire Forage Specialist at www.empireforages.com. On Thursday, House Ag Committee holding a hearing on the state of the livestock industry. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack took some time to talk about technology, especially in food inspection. One of the things that we did when I was Secretary before was to take a look at, at, the, at the science of food, food safety, and to make sure that we were inspecting in the right places. Uh, obviously. Um, you know, this is, uh, it's incredibly important to the market that we maintain food safety. Um, and so uh, to the extent that our old system of inspection was one that essentially was inspecting the wrong things or was inspecting areas that where there was little risk uh, of uh, contaminants or bacteria attaching to, to product, we've now basically uh, changed that so we're really focused on the areas in a production facility where the risks are highest. Uh, we'll continue to look at ways in which we can modernize our system and modernize our rules. I think we're, we're constantly looking for ways in which we can improve food safety. Uh, there are also, I think, additional steps we can take, particularly with reference to salmonella, uh, which I think we'll be announcing in the very near future to really try to reduce the risk of, of, of that and redu reduce the risk of foodborne illnesses uh, directly connected to salmonella. It's still too high. It's another Ag News Update. We believe in patriotism. We believe in our nation's youth. We believe veterans earn their benefits through their service to our nation. We believe in a strong national security. We believe in our country. For 100 years, veterans have been impacting our nation through the American Legion, and we believe it makes a difference. If you believe, learn more at legion.org slash we believe. American Cattle News. House Ag Committee holding a hearing on the livestock industry. We'll hear more after this. Forage production has just been revolutionized with Alta Seed's new Empire ADV F8484IG, the world's first herbicide-tolerant non-GMO forage sorghum and a member of the Empire Premier Forages line of top-performing hybrids. It contains the high-yielding genetics of Empire, along with iGrowth technology that allows you to apply Emiflex, the companion herbicide from UPL, pre- or post-emergence for the best return on your crop input investment. Reach out to an Empire Forage Specialist at www.empireforages.com. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack testifying before the House Ag Committee on Thursday. On the processing side, as I indicated, uh, the resources uh, for the assistance to modernize existing facilities so they could potentially qualify for federal uh, inspection and uh, interstate uh, uh, transactions. Uh, we received 245, 246 applications for those resources, and we're in the process of reviewing those applications and making the grants of up to $200,000 with a match requirement. Uh, on the $500 million, as I indicated, we had 500 comments. We're in the process of finalizing the structure of how that program is going to be adopted, and I expect and anticipate we'll begin making investments uh, at, the, at the beginning of next year in the first quarter. On helping to establish new processing. Well, we have two basic opportunities for, the, for folks who are getting into the business the $500 million uh, program that was announced several months ago. Uh, and the loan guarantee program is really looking at, uh, at ways in which we can f help folks in the middle of the supply chain. Uh, there may be a need for cold storage. Uh, there may be a need for mobile uh, processing. There may be a need for farmers to work together cooperatively to brand and market a particular product. These resources would basically make it easier for banks, uh, CDFIs, to lend the money uh, to have an entity to either get started or to expand or to improve uh, their operation. Right now, many uh, bankers, uh, many CDFIs are not really fully comfortable uh, knowing this, this area of the middle. Uh, and so the loan guarantee makes it a little bit easier for them to make, uh, to make the loans available uh, across the board. But it's primarily designed at the middle of the supply chain. Uh, the $500 million is based on creating capital for uh, new processing facilities. American Cattle News. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if everything you knew about your best friend was wrong? Like really wrong? My best friend is an international con artist who scams me and many others out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. On Queen of the Con, Jonathan Walton tells the shocking story of the phony Irish heiress he helped bring to justice. She seemed so nice when we first met, but she's the devil. Listen to Queen of the Con on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Joe Cordell. New school, new job, new home. Change is hard and can leave you feeling isolated. And divorce delivers one of life's hardest blows. The relationships you counted on are suddenly gone. But you don't have to walk through this alone. For more than 30 years, Cordell and Cordell has guided men through the challenges of divorce. You're not alone. Call Cordell and Cordell. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's California area attorneys. 1455 Frazee Road, Suite 500, San Diego, California, 92108. CordellCordell.com. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera with 30% off a new system this week. Visit simplysafe.com. Power Talk 967 and AM 1400. Cover crop seed is available from the Seeds for Bees program at Project APSM. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with a California Tree Nut Report. Billy Sink oversees the Project APSM Seeds for Bees program. He said Project APSM has set up an easy way for growers to order seed if they want to put them in its cover crops. Absolutely. So you can go to projectapism.org. Again, that's Project APISM, A-P-I-S-M. And check out the Seeds for Bees page there. You can even type in Seeds for Bees and Google, and it's the first thing that comes up. And a visit to our website will quickly explain to you the the guidelines and enrollment of the Seeds for Bees program, which is a very streamlined and designed in a way that is beneficial and easy to the grower. They apply online. They're accepted into the program. They can get up to $2,000 with the free seed the first year they sign up and free shipping and they can get up to $1,000 worth of free seed the second year they sign up, as well as free shipping any year after that. If a particular grower needs more than what they are allowed for free, they can still purchase that seed through the program. And remember, that's up to $2,000 worth of free seeds for bees the first year, plus free shipping. Again, just search online for seeds for bees. Hear that? That beautiful sound is the sound of nothing. Nada. Just soil. Specifically clean brown soil. Soil treated with pre-emergent Allion herbicide. With up to six months of control, one of the longest in the industry, Allion stops weeds before they start, allowing almond trees to grow in peace. Enjoy one less worry this growing season with the consistent control of Allion. Contact your retailer or visit AllionHerbicide.com. Always read and follow pesticide label directions. The best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they're, well, farming. It's easy to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of their pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. So reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what's important to their farm operation. Give us a call and we'll connect you with our local farming community. They trust us, so they'll trust you. Thanks for listening. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the Tree Nut Report. Radio advertising can connect your business with holiday shoppers wherever they go. Use iHeart Ad Builder to create an affordable custom radio ad right on your phone. Just click, listen, approve, then hear it on the radio. Create your customized ad today at iHeartAdBuilder.com.
So, with home equity at an all-time high and interest rates at all-time lows, are you wondering, does it make sense to refinance? But the the idea of calling one of those big box lenders, those high-pressure tactics, the call center, uh, makes me cringe and you cringe. Trevor Carey here for the folks I trust. First California Funding. I've been sending listeners to First California Funding for one reason. I trust them to treat you right. No pressure, no bait and switch, no sitting on hold, no selling. Even if your current loan, let's say it's at 3%, they still may be able to save you money. But guess what? They'll also tell you if it doesn't make financial sense. Call today. You will have a casual, no pressure conversation with a local expert, and they have your best interest in mind. Make the five-minute call now. 916-989-6222. 916-989-6222. Or start the process in seconds at fcfunding.com. California Bureau of Real Estate. Real Estate Broker License Number 01069872. NMLS Number 282458. Equal Housing Lender. Valley Can wants you to know the free smog repairs program continues. Moving essential services forward in a safe way for all San Joaquin Valley residents. Call Valley Can for a star smog repair shop near you for a free smog check. If your car passes, you'll get a smog certificate. If not, get free emissions-related repairs up to $500. Call Valley Can at 800-806-2004. That's 800-806-2004. Or visit valleycan.org, a program of the Valley Air District, brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Today, nearly half our nation's fighting forces are members of the Guard and Reserve. When they are called to active duty, they leave behind a family, a community, and a job. Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, a Department of Defense agency, honors and protects the bond between service members and their civilian employers. Whether serving our country or supporting those who do, we all serve. To learn more about ESGR, call 1-800-336-4590 or visit esgr.mil. Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. When you make dinner, somewhere a mouse waits for leftovers. When you clean up, somewhere a cockroach scurries away. Could somewhere be in your home? Household pests are more than a nuisance. Mice contaminate food and transmit disease. Termites cause $5 billion in property damage each year. And cockroaches can trigger asthma attacks. Visit PestWorld.org to learn how to protect your family. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. The entire world watched. They watched each step down the rungs of that small ladder, one after another, and waited with great anticipation for that last step. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. At that moment, humanity saw the impossible become the possible, and today the sky is not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. This Ag Life Report sponsored by Commercial Radiator. Always ready to pick up, repair, and deliver. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Well, we're going to talk some livestock markets here on Ag Life today. A historic uh, happening on Capitol Hill last week. Uh, and, and, you know, that does happen from time to time. But this had to do with the uh, sitting U.S. Senator uh, making his way over to the House to testify due to his um, status as a, a current farmer. And, of course, we talk a lot about livestock markets, uh, fairness, uh, equitability, competition with the uh, four main packers uh, doing most of the business and being able to uh, not only set the price paid to the farmer, but also to a certain extent set the uh, price uh, on the uh, wholesale and therefore the retail market as well. Some of that's changing, obviously. Some of it needs to continue to change, which was kind of the focus of this hearing that the House Ag Committee had last week. And uh, Michael Clements uh, sat in on it 
and is here to uh, tell us how that came out. Good morning, Michael. Lawmakers on the House Agriculture Committee held another hearing on livestock market issues. Hearing from producers, packers, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, and other lawmakers. Scott Bennett, American Farm Bureau Federation Congressional Relations Director, says the hearing included testimony from Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa. It's the first time in modern history that a sitting senator has come across the Capitol to the House side to testify in front of a committee. Senator Grassley has an effort around mandatory minimum negotiated trade, and he pled his case in front of the committee. We also had Secretary Vilsack discuss what USDA is doing in regards to the livestock industry, including the $500 million for small and regional packing capacity expansion. Bennett says the hearing included a discussion on anticipated grain inspection packers and stockyards administration pending rules. There are three anticipated rules from USDA. USDA. One will involve undue preference. One will involve competition. And the third that is relatively new will involve the tournament pay system in poultry. Secretary Vilsack in his testimony said we could anticipate those rules by the end of this year. Bennett says Farm Bureau is working on other issues for livestock farmers as well. We have been working on behalf of farmers and ranchers for quite some time regarding the extension and authorization of livestock mandatory reports. We have also uh, been advocating for the new swine inspection system so that it can operate for pork processors as it has for many years. Michael Clements, Washington. Yeah, so progress is slow. Certainly nothing on Capitol Hill works very fast. It seems like we've been talking about this issue ad nauseum for about forever. And I guess a couple of years we're coming up on now, but at least there seems to be the wheels turning in the right direction. As far as uh, bringing equity and fairness back to the producer side of the equation. Right now, we turn things over to Roger McCohen, and it's your agricultural law and taxation report. In many parts of the country, prescribed burning of pasture grass is a critical component of rangeland management, but there's liability potential for damages caused by fire and smoke. I'll be back in a moment to discuss. Washburn Law School in Topeka, Kansas, allows students to complete their final year of law school online in a city or town of their choice. Choose Washburn for law school because ambition has no boundaries. Learn more at washburnlaw.edu. Farmers, Ag and Business Legal Strategies in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, has a chief financial strategist with over 30 years of banking experience to help farm families evaluate their financial positions and consider options to maintain profitability. Find him at wehelpfarmers.com. Many states have laws and regulations governing the conduct of prescribed burns. The regulations have commonalities, but there are distinctions from state to state. In addition, in some states, open burning bans can be imposed in the interest of public safety, but the bans often exempt agricultural-related burns. How can legal risk be minimized? The applicable rules often dovetail with common sense. Notify the local fire department of your plans and get a permit if one is needed. Don't create a traffic hazard. That means notifying the highway patrol, county sheriff, or local traffic officials before starting a burn if wind conditions might result in smoke blowing toward a public roadway. The same is true if the burn is near an airport. Some states also restrict prescribed burns to certain times of the year. In addition, if the land is enrolled in various USDA programs, make sure that a burn doesn't cause loss of program benefits. In most states, farmers and ranchers have a right to use prescribed burns as part of their operations, but liability can exist if the burn is conducted negligently or with disregard to the rights of others. This has been the Agricultural Law and Tax Report. I'm Roger McOwen. And I'm Andy Peterson, talking modern food, fuel, and fiber production with you each and every day here on Ag Life. For California Ag Today, I'm Mike Stevens. Proving the legislative process works. In February, Monterey County Farm Bureau's Administrative Assistant, Susan McBride, offered a legislative suggestion to improve the cottage food section of our public policy. And Assembly Member Robert Rivas was kind enough to write and carry the bill through the process. Governor Newsom signed AB114, the cottage food bill, into California law. Congratulations to Susan on her suggestion that will benefit small food processors across the state, and thanks to Assemblymember Rivas for the support during the legislative session on her suggestion. The summary of the bill, cottage food operations are small businesses in which people make and sell homemade foods to help supplement their income, or in some cases, receive their primary source of income. These operations are especially important in rural communities where economic opportunity may be limited, but are an important part of the food economy throughout the state. 
Under current law, cottage food operations are limited to make $50,000 or less in annual sales from their food products. The author points out that this amount has not been updated in six years to account for inflation and the rising cost of living in California. In addition, cottage food operations are not currently allowed to ship homemade food through the mail or through third-party delivery systems across the state. This bill will modernize California's cottage food industry and will ensure Californians up and down the state are able to participate fully in our food economy and enjoy improved access to the market for homemade food products. Let's talk about trust for a minute, because that's what everything comes down to today. Trust. And when you hear the name Romanson, you can trust you're getting more than a quality feed ingredient. With a full portfolio of services, Romanson helps you improve your operation's efficiency and sustainability from end to end. From trainings to help improve the health and well-being of your cattle, to helping identify new opportunities to improve your sustainable business practices. Romanson, the pioneer proudly made in the USA, is one of the most tested and researched feed additives on the market. And only Romensen contains micro-tracers, so you can accurately determine if and how much Romensen is present in your feed mix. Choose proven quality. Choose consistent results. Choose trust. Choose Romensen. Learn more at trustedbygenerations.com. For California Ag Today, I'm Mike Stevens. Hey, Jason, it's that time of the month where we got a... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open up our power bill. I dread it. Well, since 1992, we've been solving that problem for folks here in the Valley. Thousands of happy customers giving us great reviews on Google, Facebook, and Yelp. Look, these folks love us, but honestly, they had to trust us first. And now, a lot of our new customers come to us through referrals. Look, there's no secret to making customers really happy. From sales, to engineering, to installation, to aftercare... Really, you own the results of your project, and that's what we do at Energy Concepts. We have happy customers because we take care of the project from start to finish, with no one coming in between us and our client. So imagine you go with a fly-by-night solar company, you call up, you need service, and they're like, hey, call this company. Where do you get this one-stop service? 559solar.com. You can go online. You can design the panels to see how they'll look on your roof. It's high-tech. Or call 559-485-2504. That's 485-2504. You can trust your home to Energy Concepts the highest rated SunPower Elite dealer in the Valley. You've always had the feeling that there's something strange about reality. According to the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast, there is. On the show, hosts Robert Lamb and Joe McCormick examine neurological quandaries, cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and much more. Prosthetics are true testaments to not only human craftsmanship and ingenuity, but also to the plasticity of the human brain. Listen to Stuff to Blow Your Mind on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. America never stops. Thanks to the financial support of Farm Credit, neither do the farmers and ranchers who call her home. Since the beginning, we've been helping rural America show the world what hard work can achieve. But the job is far from over. And as rural America grows further, we'll be there. Just as we have for 100 years. Learn more at farmcredit100.com. Life can be painful sometimes, but it doesn't have to be. Take control of your pain with treatment at the Innovative Medical Center in Fresno. We treat all types of pain, including sports and auto accident injuries, spinal stenosis, headaches, arthritis, nerve pain, and joint pain in the knee, shoulder, back, and neck. Innovative Medical Center focuses on all-natural and healthier solutions to help regain your quality of life without using medications and unnecessary surgeries. Our advanced medically integrated team of holistic health and wellness professionals are 
committed to helping you live a pain-free life. Our innovative treatments include neuropathy treatment and platelet-rich plasma injections. Right now, you can get an x-ray, examination, and consultation for just $39. Call 559-317-6956 today to set up your appointment. That's 559-317-6956 or book online at imcfresno.com. Innovative Medical Center, the way healthcare should be. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on Ag Life, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn here with some farm news this morning on Ag Life. Well, friends, USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack says new grant programs for livestock processing are about more than just processing plants. In fact, he says a lot more. $100 million in loan guarantees, $500 million in grants to get small and regional slaughter plants up and running, $55 million to modernize existing small plants, and $100 million for overtime and more included. But USDA Chief Vilsack says it's not just about the plant. The goal here is to keep people on the farm, uh, to keep people in business, uh, and to avoid uh, a, a premature uh, liquidation of herds or reduction of herds. Uh, because when you do that, you obviously lose the genetics that build up over time. We don't want producers to have to go through that. And then there's the consumer and food supply chain. The pandemic exposed uh, a number of weaknesses in our food supply chain and the need for more support uh, for expanded processing and for helping to improve uh, existing small and very small processing facilities. And listen Listening sessions provided insight on another problem. What we found out was that there was also significant issues with reference to the middle of the supply chain, uh, that there were uh, issues involving cold storage uh, capacity. Vilsack says uh, USDA is now trying to deal with all these issues with some $4 billion proposed in the Biden budget, the $500 million in CCC funding, and the latest $100 million in loan guarantees from the American Rescue Plan. Well, friends, Bayer has farmers talking talking about yet another tool to support smart spraying decisions. Michael Clements has our story this morning. Randy Cullen, Bayer Soy Traits Marketing Manager, says the Spray Early Weed Control Guarantee offers farmers many benefits for their weed control program. For most farmers, weed control is one of their biggest seasonal investments and one of the most important decisions for success. With the system of choice, the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System, that investment is protected with a weed control guarantee. And now there are even more ways to take advantage of the program. You can get the most out of early season applications of Extendamax herbicide with Vapor Grip technology, a restricted use pesticide. With a qualifying weed management strategy, the Spray Early Weed Control Guarantee provides up to $15 per acre of coverage on pre at planting and post-emergent applications. An online quiz can help farmers understand how much coverage they could qualify for based on their effective weed management strategy. Colin explains how farmers can get the best weed control and benefit from the Spray Early Weed Control Guarantee. The Roundup Ready Extend Crop System provides the flexibility of Extendamax herbicide, glyphosate, and glufosinate when you plant ExtendFlex soybeans. The guarantee has two options, start clean and stay clean. And combined, these options offer over seven weeks of critical early season coverage. We're confident that spraying early can give you the control you need to see success in your soybean fields. However, if you follow all the program requirements and still experience less than commercially acceptable performance on labeled weeds, Bayer will pay up to $15 per acre to assist on an additional applications. And you can learn more about the program at sprayearlyguarantee.com. She explains what farmers need to know about the StarClean option. The StarClean option provides soybean farmers application flexibility with a 21-day pre-app planting broadleaf weed control guarantee. The Start Clean does require the use of Extendamax herbicide and a qualifying pre-emergent residual with at least two active ingredients. This guarantee covers up to $15 per acre for broadleaf weeds per season per farmer. And for the Stay Clean option, Colin says... The Stay Clean option provides soybean farmers coverage on their post-emergent application for up to 30 days. The required use of Extendamax herbicide can be done at either pre-at planting or 
post-emergent, giving farmers added ways to qualify. Golan adds Bayer has worked to ensure farmers will see top performance from the Roundup Ready Extend crop system and the Extend Flex soybeans line. Bayer has made a substantial investment in the Extend Flex soybeans portfolio to deliver strong agronomic performance and high yield potential. Bayer products undergo a rigorous selection process using field-proven precision breeding technology to help farmers maximize their yield potential in their specific condition and region. And Extend Flex soybeans are the latest in Bayer's commitment to innovation. Our second soybean trait launch in the last five years is a testament to Bayer's dedication to bringing new choices to soybean farmers. And now farmers can experience the added assurance of our weed control guarantee, all with the choice they've come to expect from the Roundup Ready Extend crop system, which is why we're the system of choice for farmers. The Crop Science Division of Bayer is confident that spraying early brings farmers the control needed for success in their soybean fields. Along with a post-emergent application, this spray early weed control guarantee provides more than seven weeks of critical early season weed coverage. Visit SprayEarlyGuarantee.com to learn more. Michael Clement. Reporting. Some farm news. You're listening to Ag Life. If you've been thinking about upgrading your HVAC system, there's never been a better time to call Balanced Comfort Cooling and Heating. Balanced Comfort is Fresno's top-rated HVAC company, and right now you may be eligible for up to $4,000 in Valley Air District funding and up to $3,500 in instant rebates from the Comfortable Home Rebate Program. Call 530-2130, that's 530-2130, or go to balancedcomfort.com. Carrier, turn to the experts. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. California sheep ranchers are enjoying current strong prices for lamb amid high domestic demand, but many are worried over a new state law that will require sheep herders to be paid for working overtime starting January 1st. The Western Range Association says many ranches provide housing and food for sheep herders who are often on call 24 hours a day, but the new law could balloon ranching costs. The National Pork Producers Council is commending Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack for dedicating $500 million in USDA Commodity Credit Corporation funds for prevention of and preparation for African swine fever. NPPC President Jen Sorensen thanked Vilsack for providing additional funding for federal efforts to protect America's 60,000-plus pork producers from this devastating disease. The USDA has announced assistance to help schools respond to supply chain disruptions, part of a comprehensive set of investments to address challenges in agriculture today. USDA is aware some schools are experiencing challenges purchasing and obtaining food for their meal programs and is taking action to ensure that doesn't interfere with their ability to serve children in their care. The department is actively engaging to best leverage existing options for addressing potential issues like emergency procurement, higher meal reimbursement rates, and targeted waivers of certain meal standards. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are... Well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network news. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. Inspired by Rush, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Today at 9, Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Turn Turn to to the the experts experts with Carrier. Okay, Andrea and Eddie, ready to record? Okay, Andrea, real quick, how do you say it again? It's Albritton's Complete Furnace Revitalization. Get get Albritton's Complete Furnace Revitalization. Not bad. Maybe a little more on the zation. Get Albritton's Complete Furnace Revitalization. Oh, man, this is tough. That's good. 
And you know, folks really need this service before they run their furnace this year. Well, our furnace revitalization makes your heater blow like it's young again. We professionally clean all elements, lubricate all moving parts, test all safety sensors, check for carbon monoxide leaks, install a brand new air filter, and then we recalibrate your heating system back to factory fresh condition. All for just 129 bucks. Right. Get All Britain's complete furnace revitalization. Okay, I think I got it. Call All Britain now for your $129 complete furnace revitalization. Online at allbritain.com. When you run a business, setbacks change everything. And online, they happen fast. With your Comcast Business Internet, you can stay ahead. And now you can add Comcast Business Security Edge to make your network more secure. It helps keep your network safe with scans every 10 minutes. And unlike some cybersecurity options, this helps protect every device that's connected. Because when your information, your people, and your company have Security Edge, you can be ready for what's next. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Get started with a fast and reliable internet and voice solution for $64.99 a month for 12 months with a two-year agreement. Plus, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card with qualifying service. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to ComcastBusiness.com today to learn more. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. New customers only with 35 megabits per second service and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Security edge not included. Prepaid card offer ends 12-21-21. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back to wrap up Ag Life for today, friends. U.S. soybeans can help reduce hunger worldwide, and soybean farmers are committed to making soy protein part of that solution. Michael Clements wraps us up today. Through WISH, the American Soybean Association's World Initiative for Soy and Human Health Program, soybean farmers are addressing hunger and creating demand for U.S. soybeans in unique ways. David Iverson, United Soybean Board Secretary and former WISH Chairman, explains how a program in Guatemala capitalizes on the nutritional benefits of U.S. soy. Many years ago, WISH invited Rotarian leaders from Guatemala to come to Illinois for soybean training on how to utilize soybeans in their diet and continued providing training and seminars. And then out from that came a micro uh, soy processing machine, often referred to as a soy cow, and uh, creates a beverages that can be used in their everyday diet. He notes that Okara, a byproduct of soy milk production, has also played a positive role in promoting improved nutrition. It's a solid that can be included in their everyday diets and it can be added to uh, foods that they use. It could be tortilla shells, in their cookies, uh, pastries, their empanadas, and even into their uh, chocolate bars. Iverson says work like this effort naturally fits into the United Soybean Board and the Chekhov's mission. During the pandemic, we realized that agriculture is extremely important and specifically soybeans. To be able to have soybeans in a part of their diet to help malnutrition is a a major concern and a goal is to reduce that malnutrition for WISH to be a part of that, to reach out and to using U.S. soybeans to help reduce malnutrition. It just perfectly aligns with uh, the United Soybean Board's mission statement. Keep up with the latest news from the United Soybean Board at unitedsoybean.org and Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on RFD TV. Michael Clements reporting. And with that, friends, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. Back tomorrow morning with another edition of Ag Life. Crime alert. I mean, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.